Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast with Joshua Latimer, where we discuss business, life, family, faith, struggle, fire, pain, and ultimately winning. It's time to take massive action. Look, I, I can't work harder on your life or business than you do. It's ultimately all on you. You know, God created all the food the birds would ever need, but he doesn't put it in their nest. You've got to go get it. 10 out of 10 people die. So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? What is going on, Quick Talk World? How the heck are you guys? Josh here. I am almost ready for Automate Grow Sell Live. It's going to be uh, interesting and amazing and stressful and joyous and glorious all mixed together. And... Uh, I don't know. I have a lot on my mind. I have a few things I'd love to talk to you guys about. I got a Vox today from my friend Bobby Walker. What's up, Bobby, for listening? And he was asking me a question uh, for an idea he had for uh, a podcast that he does. And he's like, Josh, you know, a lot of these businesses, I see these people and they ask these really complex questions like, hey, everybody in this Facebook group, you know, how do I build the 13-point strategy to do this complex thing? And what are you guys using for this advanced systematic whatever. But when you look at the person who's asking the question, they have a really small business. And I thought he brought up a really good point. So he's going to do a show on it. We're going to go deep into it. But I just want to take this opportunity to remind you guys uh, to maybe stick to some basics and focus on fundamentals. So let's go back to really the five different pieces to every single company on the planet. Number one, it starts with lead generation. So everything I'm about to say after lead generation is irrelevant, doesn't matter, has no significance, and it's completely and utterly pointless to you if you can't figure this piece out first. So you guys always hear me say, you know, sales and marketing is a foundational cornerstone to your business. And the reason I say that is because it's true. It is the foundational cornerstone to your business. Like you can't have a customer without generating a lead. If you don't get your phone to ring, you can't do business. You're not in business, right? So if you're small and stuck and broke and it's not working, I promise you that lead generation is where you need to be looking at, where you need to start, right? A lot of times people, what, what we do is we work on these like back-end systems for a business or something that will like make a process more uh, efficient. For example, you don't have any customers next week and you're stressed out about money. So what you do is you go organize your shop or you build like a flow chart on how to do inventory of your equipment or you build some sort of system to like reduce your uh, your labor 15 minutes per day or something like that. Or you look online for pieces of equipment you could buy that will save you, you know, a half an hour on every job that you do because you think that somehow that will fix your business. Well, it won't. It can't. I mean, think about it logically. It can't. And the reason we do this is because we, we know we need to stay busy doing busy work, but we're really avoiding what is right in front of us because of fear, usually because of fear. <laughs> I could just leave it right there. Because of fear, because you're scared to put in the, the real work that needs to be done for one reason or another. So lead generation has to be your number one thing. So here's what I want you guys to do. Alex Sharfin had us do this at his event when he was going through this. And I thought it was really simple and very useful. I want you to rate yourself on your lead generation ninja skills uh, on a one through a five. 
So if you're a one, you're doing nothing, you are totally horrible and just useless at lead generation. You don't have to get beat yourself up over it, but if you're really bad, rate yourself a one. If you're amazing, if you can create phone calls on demand, if you can g- just wave your magic wand and overwhelm your, your office with calls of people inquiring to book with you, then you would rate yourself a five and then wherever in between there, right? So when, when you answer this honestly, if you're anything less than like a three, at least, you should really stop everything you're doing and focus 100% on this. And you need to go back to the basics. Understand that sales and marketing are different. For example, with direct mail, if you're going to use postcards, postcards are not a sales tool. They're a phone call generator. Yard signs are a phone call generator. Door knocking or canvassing or networking or uh, networking with influencers like property managers or the presidents of homeowners associations doing, um, I don't know, like driveway bags or clip flyers or anything that you do that's, you know, marketing is marketing is a phone call generator. It's not sales. Lead generation is just getting your phone to ring with people inquiring. It's piquing people's curiosity, piquing their interest. It's not just like, hey, give me money. It's like, hey, have you ever thought, did you know that your home value can go up by 15% if you just do these three things? You know, click here for more information. That's lead generation. That's marketing, right? So if you're terrible at that, uh, rate yourself on a one through five. The next thing is lead nurture. And for a service company, you don't really have like a traditional lead nurture in the sense that like my software company would. For example, for Send Gym, if someone puts their email address in to like watch a demo or to get more information, they get a, a sequence of emails from me saying, hey, it's Josh here. Let me show you this awesome thing. Did you know this? Oh, I can totally relate. Hey, you should click here and sign up. And then the next day they get another email. Hey, it's Josh again. Hey, I didn't mention this yesterday, but did you know this? Did you know this? And it goes on and on and on. That's lead nurture. And you need to have that in place for your service company. So if someone calls you and asks questions or asks for a price, they need to be getting like a series of follow-ups. It can be emails, it could be in the mail, but honestly, to keep it simple, they should get a series of emails from you and a series of phone calls from you until you get closure. Your goal isn't to get a yes on everybody. Your goal is to get a decision from everybody. And most companies that I talk to, they, they'll have 100 people calling for lead, you know, for uh, information. Uh, 60 of them will book a job. 40 of them won't. And they don't follow up at all. Or if they do follow up, it's really soft, like softball stuff. You can get progressively more aggressive with your follow-up as you know time is going out in the future. You just want a decision. If they tell you, no, I hired someone else, you just need to know that so you can stop worrying about it and stop focusing on it and get them out of your database or whatever. Uh, You just need an up or down, a yes or no, or a not yet. That's also acceptable. Some people say, yes, I'm interested for real, it's real, but not until the spring. Bam, you set yourself a reminder. So rate yourself on one through five on your lead nurture. Are you actually following up with everybody that calls you but does not give you money right now? If you're not, you're losing free money. Step three is conversion. Now this is sales. Conversion is just a word for sales. You're converting a lead into a customer. You're taking someone who said, oh, house wash, that's really interesting. Or, you know, I thought about having my carpets professionally cleaned. I've always done it myself and I'm not very good at it. That's interesting. Let me get some info about that. That's a lead. Once I give you money, Now I'm a customer, that's a sale. So your sales strength on the scale of one through five, rate that as well. And you know, for for me, I sell stuff on webinars and I sell things, you know, know, at live events sometimes. And my phone sales team sells over the phone all day, right? For you, what does that look like? What does that process look like? Are you good at that? And again, 
I don't care if you're awesome at this. If you're bad at the first one, which is lead generation, don't do anything except focus on lead generation. That's the whole point of this. So after your sales and you have the delivery. Now this is where most people live. Delivery means you do the thing that they paid you for. So you build the retaining wall, you mow the lawn, you wash the roof, you do the stuff. And I know you're good people. I know that you're going to do a good job at that. I know that you know the PSI, the, the gasket seal, the muffler, accelerator, carburetor, fitting, bearing. I totally know that you're so freaking smart with that. Um, but it doesn't matter if you're good at that. If you can't generate leads, <laughs> it doesn't matter because you'll not have any customers. And you can't be awesome and do your awesome ball fitting carburetor blinker fluid process with your customers. Like You can't get there. But all these small businesses, they're obsessed with the PSI of the thing and the ball bearing of the outlet intake jet turbo nozzle manifold. Man, I'm on a roll with the fake names. But listen, if you are really good technically and you don't have money, it's because you're not doing what I'm talking about. You haven't done hard things. I always tell you, do hard things. You can't just listen to a podcast and hear me say it. You have to actually go do the hard things. And for a lot of you, it's going and piquing people's interest. It's, it's ruffling some feathers. You know, Dan Kennedy is a really famous marketer guy, and one of his quotes is, if you haven't offended someone by noon, you're not marketing hard enough. <laughs> and I struggle with that, guys. Like, I don't want to offend anybody, and I would never intentionally offend someone. But you got to push a little bit, you know? You got to push a little bit. You got to gauge the market, see where people are at. You want them to wash your house or not? You know you have mildew down the side of your house. Why are you not giving me money? Like, figure it out. Figure out the messaging. Figure out the timing. Figure out the pricing, all the stuff. Um, anyway, so the delivery, you can rate yourself on one through five there, but I'm guessing you're pre really good at what you do. So you're going to be like a four or five. Uh, and then the last process, the last piece of the process is retention, reselling and upselling. And I always talk about how you got to fill the holes in your buckets. And, you know, for every one customer you get, you're losing one. And so you're not growing. All of that is true. It's so critical and important. But the primary people I'm talking to when I am like hammering you on, uh, you know, relationship marketing and taking care and loving on your customers and all that. I'm talking really, it, it talks to everybody because it's true for everybody, but my perfect avatar for that conversation is the $400,000 business that's stuck. The $400,000 business that isn't growing anymore and they've hit a plateau. So year one, they grew. Year two, massive growth. Year three, massive growth. Year four, flat. Those companies, usually, the reason that they go flat is there can be several reasons, but one of the big ones is, is that they have no client retention strategies in place. And so the, the 23 customers that are new that they get each month are being, they're just washing out the 23 customers that forgot your name, called a competitor, died, moved, went somewhere else and don't know how to get a hold of you. And, and that's where the revenue will go flat. So it is really important, but if you're like, if you're doing less than a hundred or 200 grand in revenue and you like, and you don't have money, you can't be stressing out about the fifth step when you haven't fixed the first step. Does that make sense? I hope that's an encouragement to you. So don't overcomplicate stuff. Focus on the fundamentals. You know, I was talking to uh, the mentors that I have come into the Automate Grissel experience. So I have a bunch of my friends who are amazing, amazing, generous people that are coming to Michigan for like eight or nine days and helping all these small businesses one-on-one -on -one in mastermind tables, like reverse engineering, breaking down these people's companies. And they're doing it. They have large seven-figure businesses and they've done amazing things. And I sent a video to them today, kind of going over some of the structure and some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. And, you know, I was just encouraging them 
to remember that, you know, 95% of most people's issue is mental. It's not really about the perfect tactic. It's not about the use this headline on your postcard instead of that one. I mean, those things can make incremental improvements, but the real reason most people are either stuck or they get confused on where to go because they're overwhelmed, it's almost always some mental block. It's some sort of mind game that we play with ourselves. We self-sabotage ourselves. I've done it. I do it. You know, I get it. And that's really the core of what we're going to do. We're going to rip apart the business and fix all the, the tactical things. But when the attendees leave with a new mindset, when they can borrow the authority of me or one of the mentors on the plan that we lay out, and they won't second guess it 500 times and never implement it, they'll totally implement it because we built it with them. And we told them, nope, this is 100% the plan. This will 100% work. This is the day you do this. This is the day you're going to do this. Then you're going to take this much money and you're going to invest in this. Then you're going to get this piece of equipment. Then you're going to start hiring and interviewing on these dates. Then you're going to do this. The whole year is going to be laid out for them. But the real reason they go back home and succeed is because they feel different. Think about that. That's amazing, right? It's not like they show up, they pay a whole bunch of money, come to Michigan, and I'm like, hey guys, here's the thing I've been holding back. I'm finally going to tell you the big secret. You ready? Blah, 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 blah. And then everybody goes, oh my gosh, that was worth every penny. Oh my gosh, thank you, Josh. That's not what happens. What happens is, is we break down, why are you in business? Why did you pay a whole bunch of money and come to Michigan? What are you trying to accomplish? Why does your wife not talk to you anymore? Why do you not spend time with your kids, but you say that you started your business to spend time with your kids? Like what, what's happened the last five or 10 years? And, and we start talking about all this deep-rooted real-life stuff, and then the wheels fall off, and it's like, okay, I need help. This is a mess. And then we get to work on, all right, where are we at? How much debt do we got? How much cash do we got? How are we pricing things? What do your margins look like? Oh, you don't know how to figure it out? Let's have a financial expert figure it out for you right now. We literally, we'll log into your QuickBooks right then, figure it out, show you this, show you that, show you everything that needs to be fixed. But the biggest benefit that that person gets is the sense of belief and certainty that they walk out of there with. So I don't know. I just don't get overwhelmed. Finish the year strong. Don't make any big, sweeping, crazy life decisions that will fundamentally change your business right now as we go into the end of the year. For most of you listening, you need to put your head down and you need to hoard cash and you need to make money while you can to finish out this last quarter and you need to just chop the wood and market. Get your phone to ring, sell your stuff for high prices, run, don't walk through the, the last quarter of this year so that going into the winter, you're in a better place. You can breathe, you can think clearly, and you can build a plan for yourself. So I love you guys. You're amazing. And in closing, I want to run something by you. So if you're still hanging with me here, we're about, what, 14 minutes in or so. I want to run something by you. I'm working on something kind of in secret that is going to be maybe something we offer for Send Gym, through Send Gym later in the year. And what it is, I'm calling it the war plan. Okay. And what I want to do is I want to ask you to give me some feedback. And this is for like the power super fans of the Quick Talk podcast. I want you to give me like raw feedback as if we're just buddies and I and I kind of lay out a vision of something. And then you tell me if you think I'm missing something. You tell me if you think uh, this is the greatest thing you've ever heard in your life. You tell me kind of everything you're thinking, okay? I'm not going to tell you all the secrets, but in general, here's what I'm thinking. Here's where I see a need in the marketplace, okay? So we have like... We have our software and it does marketing stuff. And most of you guys have the software. Not all of you are using it all the time or leveraging it like you should be. So naughty on you, get in there and log in and do it. 
but you guys know what it is, right? But then what I what I see is that people they don't execute like I would hope they would on the marketing itself. And so when I talk to customers, what I what I'm realizing is that they're just flat out confused. They don't know what to do. So they'll do like they'll do a radius bomb or they'll do a voicemail bomb or they'll target some postcards with pictures of a house on it. They'll do a mailing, maybe get a small result, do a small mailing. But there's no like master plan to anything. And it kind of hit me that most small companies, in fact, most people listening to my voice right now do not have a 12-month master plan for their business. I call it a war plan. And what I'm trying to do, I'm going to put together like this really high-end, done-for-you, 12-month marketing war plan specific for people's businesses in their market, everything perfectly customized and here it's going to include a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm going to just like nerd out and tell you a bunch of stuff that really this stuff is what was in our marketing plan. This is the stuff that's in Brandon Bond's marketing plan. Like this is stuff that all the big companies do every single year that the small companies really, they don't know what to do, what should be in it, how to get the data, how to organize it, what's relevant. It's, it's overwhelming, I think. So imagine if you could push a button and you had like a super expensive, amazing leather binder shipped to you that had, you know, 150 pages of your complete market analysis, avatar, psychographic, demographic research on your perfect customers, where all your current customers are now, where the key neighborhoods are, what the average home values are, average incomes are, the family situations, how many kids do they have. We target every single opportunity based on all the zip codes that you service with the services you offer. We look at all your historical revenue. We tell you, spend money on this date. Don't spend money here. You're going to do this campaign here. You're going to do a phone call campaign here. You're going to do social media stuff here, here here, here, and here. And we had our design team say, here's the designs for all the stuff you're going to mail. Here's the designs for the social posts you're going to post. Here's the whatever you're going to do here. Here's a year-long budget so you know how much to spend. Here's when you don't spend. What if you had a 12-month plan with the names and contact information of all the influencers that you need to network with throughout the year and a map that said, you're gonna call these 10 realtors this day and you're gonna say this and you're gonna go to this office at this address and you're gonna take them bagels and you're gonna do this. And then you're gonna, then we had uh, data mining. So we commercially data mined 100 of uh, the best whales that your business could go after. And we got for you the decision maker's name, the gatekeeper's name, the phone number, email, address, uh, of these people and got it all organized for you. What if, what if you had that? What if you had a total list of all proactive marketing, proactive marketing tactics that would work in your area with your service and all the reactive marketing stuff? What if you had a report on how, what your web presence is like right now and how you could improve it? What if you had a total company summary in like this two to three to four page summary doc that kind of showed what your company owns, how many employees you have, where your revenue's been at, right? What your one, three, and five-year goals are, your mission statement, all packed in this leather binder thingy that I'm going to call the war plan, right? So this war plan, it's going to have a competitor analysis. We would secret shop some of your competitors and figure out where they stand on the totem pole compared to you in terms of service, responsiveness, pricing, services they offer, everything, give you all their data, all the information that we can find out. What what if you had something like this? So what if you had sales system scripts, technical training scripts, uh, all kinds of bonuses, all the magical stuff. Here's my question for you. Is what I'm saying right now, is it exciting? Is it exciting in, in concept? Don't worry about the price of it. Don't worry about anything. Just tell me and email me if you could. If it, it's, if it's exciting, if it makes you feel like there's this overwhelm and you're like, oh, what if I could push a magic button and four weeks later, a magical binder showed up 
with every single thing I needed to do to completely dominate and become a nightmare to compete with over the next 12 months was done. And then here's the cherry on top. Every single war plan that we do when we roll this out is going to be reviewed by a seven-figure business owner page by page. They're going to initial every page as they read through it. They're going to sign the, the, the back of the war plan and leave you a custom note. They're going to tell us if they have any disagreements or think we should make some edits on the war plan. We're going to beat it up. And before it even comes to you, that whole process would have been done. How valuable would that be to you? Is that something you think businesses like would like and businesses like yours would like? I'm really interested in genuine feedback because I see a huge opportunity to provide that service because I know how to do it. My team knows how to do it. And a lot of other people don't know how to do it. And even if they did know how, they don't have the time because you're running a small business and you and you just don't have the time. So that's it. That's my ask from you today. Super thankful and appreciative of you. I can't wait to see everybody that's coming to Automate Grossell uh, this week. It's going to be amazing. And that's it. If you want to hit me up on Facebook or you can email josh at sendgym.com. I would love your feedback. Take care. God bless. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.